The American political commentator and journalist Walter Lippmann begins his 1922 book, Public Opinion, with this story. There is an island in the ocean where, in 1914, a few Englishmen, Frenchmen and Germans lived. No cable reaches that island, and the British mail steamer comes but once in 60 days. In September, it had not yet come, and the islanders were still talking about the latest newspaper, which told about the approaching trial of Madame Caillou for the shooting of Gaston Calmet. It was therefore with more than usual eagerness that the whole colony assembled at the quay on a day in mid-September to hear from the captain what the verdict had been. In the two months since the mail steamer had last visited, World War I had broken out in Europe. And so, for six weeks, those of them who were British and French had been at war against those of them who were German, although they did not yet know this. Lippmann writes... For six strange weeks, they acted as if they were friends, when in fact, they were enemies. Their plight was not so different from that of most of the population of Europe. They had been mistaken for six weeks. On the continent, the interval may have only been six days, or six hours. There was an interval. There was a moment when the picture of Europe on which men were conducting their business as usual did not in any way correspond to the Europe which was about to make a jumble of their lives. There was a time for each man when he was still adjusted to an environment that no longer existed. Littman's story illustrates critical features of the relationship between meaning and media infrastructure. People trust the pictures in their heads of how the world is, and they act in accordance with those pictures. Although their nations were now at war, the English, French and Germans on the island continued to regard each other as friends because the media infrastructure, in this case a ship carrying newspapers, had not yet delivered the news. There are perhaps two important points to derive from Lippmann's story. The first is the way that humans use symbols to create pictures of how the world is. Lippmann's story illustrates how the world is represented matters because it shapes how humans understand the world. And how humans understand the world affects how they act in the world. The second is that these pictures are created and disseminated via material infrastructure. In the case of Lippmann's story, news travels on a ship. Media technologies and infrastructure govern the flow of meanings over time and space. Over the past century, media infrastructure have arguably collapsed time and space, in the sense that meanings now travel around the world instantaneously. Humans are a particularly strange and interesting kind of animal not just because we make and share meanings, but because we build these devices, infrastructure, tools for externalising, storing and processing our communication as symbols and data. John Darren Peters makes this point by considering the difference between human and dolphin communication. He does this because, in some respects, humans and dolphins are similar. We are social animals. We use a system of expressions to communicate with one another and we use tools. In thinking about the differences between humans and dolphins, we can define what is human about humans. To quote John Durham Peters, Dolphins show us communication without artefacts. To dolphins is forever closed the possibility of the inorganic media of mind. They cannot make instruments or monuments, 
and cannot externalize or automate. Their quicksilver intelligence would vanish with the event. Data would always be streaming, never downloading. A library of instantly disappearing books, like radio and TV shows in the days before home taping, or like speech before writing. Dolphins could have things in the sense of an assembly of citizens, but not things in the sense of artefacts or architecture. Dolphins could have parliaments, but not pyramids, memory, but no history, poetry, but no literature, religion, but no scripture, education, but no textbooks, law, but no constitution, counting, but no chalk, paper or equations, and thus no matter mathematics, music, but no scores, and culture, but no civilizations. Human communication is distinctive, not just because we create symbols and systems of arbitrary meanings that shape how we act in the world. We are also distinctive because we build machines that externalize, record, store, and process the contents of our communication. In libraries, archives, museums, books, notepads, phones, databases, and gravestones. One mark of a human civilization is that we can store more information than an individual can know and for longer than an individual lifetime. What dolphins know, such as it is, is what is living now in the exchanges between living dolphins, whereas humans can store, distribute and process information outside of their bodies and over time and space. Thank you.